Skills. 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 Regulon, it's Lucas Moura. It's Lamella. It's got in. Eric Lamella has arrived with a goal. It's a good pick out by Regulon, actually, on the volley to Lucas Moura. And then it's all about the imagination of Lamella. That's brilliant. Nutmeg on the way, too. And it comes to. Oh, the goal! Deflected in. It is 1 1. And Arsenal gets the reward. To Lacazette! On a challenge, but it's a penalty. Yeah, my initial reaction was that he actually blocked the shot. But he's not, has he? I mean, Lacazette has sliced it almost an air shot. Lacazette fires it home. That's the perfect penalty. And Arsenal come from behind to lead Tottenham as the old rivalry surfaces again. Hello, this is episode 46 of FPL Bros, and i just like to say I hate FPL. I hate it, I hate the players, I hate the Premier League, but uh, I don't hate you, Eric. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as you can imagine, I'm just feeling um, really low about um, the, the, the game we've just gone. Uh, where, where, oh, uh, What's happened? What's happened? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, how's happened? How long have you got? How long have you got? It was such a massive, massive disappointment, and um, I've, I'm jacking it in. I'm, I'm deleting the FPL app, app and uh, you know. <laughs> so, anyway, um, we, we, we'll get get on to that uh, soon enough, I'm sure. Uh, but but yeah, um, I just want to say, anybody who's listening to the YouTube version of this, we've now got an index in the description so you can skip to all your favorite bits you know if you want to hear the predictions uh or if you you want to hear our player picks um it's all indexed down at the bottom so you know anytime you're listening or if you have to stop and go and do something else and you miss your place um we, we can take you right where you want to go so that's good um yeah 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 you're all about to witness a monumental throwdown um, right, so here's let's just get on to the painful part. Yeah, and which uh, is the the scores for um, what game week would it have been? Uh, just gone. Um, game week twenty nine. Um, no, it was it was twenty eight. Uh, we got twenty nine coming up. Okay, twenty eight. My bad. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah, not quite there. All right then. So uh, I started with fifty one points. And um, I, I, uh-huh. I mean, I guess it was okay, but I think the reason I'm so, <laughs> I'm so peed off is <laughs> because of uh, Ricardo Pereira. Um, I, I got him like four game weeks ago because I thought Leicester were playing really well, and they had like a, a block of good fixtures, and he's done yeah. absolutely nothing in every single one of them. 
right? <laughs> he does nothing. He's doing nothing against Newcastle. He's doing nothing against um, uh, uh, Brighton. He, he's doing nothing, right? So this game week just gone. Uh, Leicester played Sheffield United. I thought, well, uh, you know, at least he's going to get something against Sheffield United. And yeah. uh, he only goes and gets himself injured while they pick up a clean sheet and score five yeah. goals. And yeah. like, yeah, I I remember I kept pressing refresh on my phone because I was thinking, no, Leicester are doing really well. Why has he only got one point? What oh, the no. hell? Yeah. So uh, 51 points, uh, like a lot of people, I captain Harry Kane. And um, even though I kind of knew that Arsenal would probably do well, I just thought that he would still score. And uh, I think he hit the post, didn't he? Uh, but it wasn't good enough. And yeah, Kane was unlucky. I suppose so. Uh, but yeah, obviously we also got an injured son into the bargain. And only God knows what's what's happening there. Yeah, uh, they say it, it's a muscle problem, might be his hamstring. Of course, the last time they said that, he 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 played and he got like eleven points, I think. But I mean, I don't know what to do. Uh, so, but we'll get onto that soon enough. Um, yeah. How about you, Derek? Or do you, do you want to relive your game? I mean, I, I did terribly. I got forty-one points, and Kane was my vice captain, who got the double points because. Gundogan um, didn't start so um, yeah I'm just I'm not even going to go through it to be fair the only person who really returned for me was John uh, not John Stones um, um, Cancelo Cancelo and that was it everyone else oh yeah and Adams sorry Adams has returned for me two weeks in a row now but everyone else blanked or got um, the minimum points yeah they can all go to hell can't they Honestly, yeah. what do we what do we pay these footballers for? Um, but yeah, I think most uh, most of the the so-called big hitters either didn't play or they did absolutely nothing. Fernandez did nothing. Salah yeah. did nothing. Uh, De Bruyne didn't play. Um, so um, I suppose it was a good week to have a a, a bad week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So um, now we've got game week twenty nine to look forward to. Which is a blank game week for some fixtures for some um, teams. Mm, yeah. Um. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Also, obviously, um, North London is uh, red now. Uh, <laughs> <at least. laughs> uh, we, we're recording after um, the Europa League nights, and uh, somehow uh, Spurs contrived to get themselves knocked out. And uh, Arsenal, on the other hand, even though they lost, they're still going through. And Olympiacos gave them a scare, uh, but they still hung on. Um, and, and I mean, we, we could kind of just freestyle for a little bit uh, before we get on to player picks and predictions. But, um, I mean, I did mention Aubameyang in the chat. I don't know if you had any thoughts on him at all. What, in Europa or Premier League? Well, I mean, I kind of just generally. Uh, tomorrow, generally, um, he was disappointing. Obviously, when he came late to tr- to to the game, where he got so he got benched. Um, he's still obviously a clinical striker and one of Arsenal's best players. Mm. Uh, even though he hasn't really been showing that as much recently, but we do know he can explode. So for me, Aubameyang is obviously still Aubameyang, but right now. It, there are questions, obviously, as to is he worth putting in your team with all the other potential picks out there? 
Um, I think right now, none of the midfielders are really overperforming or performing outstandingly that you would think twice about putting a bumming a bumming on your team. So it's probably worth it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, um, I think uh, Arsenal um, have a quite a tasty looking run bar one or two fixtures coming up. Uh, obviously, they play in the blank game week, which is always a bonus. And yeah. it's West Ham that they've got, um, which, depending on how you look at it, could be a good game or a bad game. Uh, and then um, after that, uh, they do have Liverpool. Again, not necessarily the tough fixture that we we might have said a couple of months ago. No, uh, and then yeah, and then they've got Sheffield United, which yeah. this is mouthwatching at the moment, and, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then they've got Fulham. Uh, I mean, again, you know, they might not be all that easy, but at the same time, you wouldn't expect Fulham to blow them away, and you, you know, Arsenal could still get some of the game. And then they've got Everton, who have been keeping clean sheets. The Newcastle after that. Um, I, I I think if you wanna if you were if you like to take a big risk if you like to take a big punt I'd say you could do worse than the Bamiyang. Um Obviously, you you I mean Arteta says that whole thing about him being disciplined is water under the bridge. But quite rightly, a few people are still wondering if he's going to get played if he's going to yeah, get played. Exactly. Uh, but as you said before, he's one of their best players. Uh, you know, most of the goals come through him. Um, yeah. I think he's on penalties. Have I got that wrong? Is it Lacazette or um, take, I don't know. Aubameyang takes penalties when he is on the pitch, followed yeah. by Lacazette. I think. Oh, follow up. Okay. Um, one frustrating thing I will say about Aubameyang because I have owned him several times in the past is that uh, a lot of the time he will score in the hard games and he does nothing in the easy ones. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> there might still be a bit of that uh, to come, but um, you know, considering Basically the opposite of Bruno Fernandes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, considering that Manchester United's fixtures are stiffening up a bit, and with Man City, you never know what you're going to get, and um, Leicester don't really have any midfielders to offer us with um, Harvey Barnes and uh, uh, James Madison out, and really should still out, and we don't know what we're getting with Spurs either. Um, you could do worse. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to move on? Or is there anything else you wanted to touch no, on? We've kind of covered the main things. Yeah. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Um, right then. So we will do the player picks and predictions. And if, yeah, we might as well do all the games which are happening uh, for Game Week 29 as there's only four of them. So the first one is Fulham versus Leeds. Yep. So Fulham have been keeping, well, they, they've been playing quite well defensively, haven't they? They've been getting some draws and wins mm-hmm. in their recent fixtures. Um, Leeds obviously have been playing well as well and getting some some goals in. Um, it's going to be a tough, I think it's going to be a tougher fixture than it initially looked. Um, yeah. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we might have gone, yeah, Leeds are going to destroy them, but Leeds played well against Chelsea where they managed to keep a clean sheet. Um, and obviously this Chelsea side is doing quite well. I informed the beat Everton. So it's a tough one. Leeds are playing well. Fulham are playing well. Obviously they beat Liverpool and they, were, they showed a, um, a very good defensive display against Liverpool. Yeah. And then 
obviously they lost Man City, but that's Man City. You don't really count them. They're a bit abnormal. So yeah. I think it's going to be a good fixture defensively for both sides, but it will quickly ultimately come down to who's got more attacking force. And I think that is probably Leeds. So I would put Leeds to win that fixture, but not by much. No. Um, I, I've got to agree with you as well. Um, uh, the only other thing I would add is that apparently uh, the amount of shots that Leeds are taking or, or chances they're creating is a li- is has been going down lately as well. Um, it's possible that Bielsa, you know, a lot of people say, oh, Leeds are great to watch. There's always goals. But it's quite possible Bielsa doesn't like that um, because it's one thing to win games, but it's also another thing to lose them if you're not defending well. I think yeah. Leeds are quite bad at set pieces. So, and then Fulham have been defending well. So it, it's, it wouldn't be unreasonable not to expect a lot of goals in that game. It really wouldn't. Um, I'd still like to think that Leeds have got it because um, everybody on that pitch just runs and runs and runs. I think Calvin yeah. Phillips is coming back. Um, I don't know what the story is with Bamford. A lot of people are convinced that yeah, he yeah. will play. Yeah? I don't know whether he's injured or not. I can't, I don't really. I don't really. No. Uh, yeah, so, um, I mean, obviously the, the threats are there. Uh, if he plays, Rafinha obviously also is a threat as well. And um, the, the Leeds, they just keep going. Um, so they're not quite as dangerous as they used to be, but like a 1-0 to them, I think, you know, that's a likely result. All right, yeah. then. Yeah. Brighton versus Newcastle. I think a Brighton win there. They've, they, they, they're solid, um, Brighton, especially defensively. And Newcastle don't really have the uh, attacking threat. Mm. If I'm not mistaken, um, isn't one of the attackers injured? What, Newcastle? Yeah. Okay, well, here's the skinny, my friend. Um, Newcastle have... Uh, um, oh, God. Um, okay, Callum Wilson. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Almiron. And uh, some maximum are all out. However, yeah, however, 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 Callum Wilson has been pictured in training. Now, he wasn't pictured training with everybody else, um, but he is off the physio table. So um, that might be something to keep an eye out for. Will he be back for that game? Even then, though, uh, the thing about Brighton is actually apparently the defence is quite good. and has been lately. And so... Even if Callum Wilson's back, I can't see him starting, you know. And even if he, he is on the pitch without some Maximin and Almiron, you know, it's it's going to be difficult for him to make a difference. Yeah. I think that's a bright clean sheet. I'm not entirely sure whether Brighton could put it away, though, because they create so many chances and they just can't finish them. And to yeah. me, that just says that their strikers are no good. I mean, I can't I can't think of any other way to put it, really. Is, I don't know. Is that being harsh? No, I think I think that's that's a fair comment to make. Um, mm. I mean, looking at where they both are in terms of the the, the table, they're not far apart. They've got one point between them, mm. and goal difference wise, it's um, more to do with the goals conceded, where Newcastle have more than Brighton. So mm. this is why I probably see Brighton winning just by. Because just because they've got a, bit, a slightly better defence than Newcastle, but uh, yeah, you're right. Brighton create more chances, but they don't really finish all of them off. And uh, you know, Newcastle do have a lot of their attacking threat missing, so I don't see them being as likely to score against Brighton as I do see Brighton being able to score against them. So based on yeah. that, once again, I reckon Brighton would probably nick it, if not 
then it's, it's going to be a bore draw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be one of those wasteful games where uh, more pay oh. and um, what's the other what's the other one they've got up front? Ah, um, oh God, I forgot the name of the other striker because he it doesn't score enough. Who is it? It starts with a C, doesn't it? Ah, oh. <laughs> I know you're about, though. Yeah, no, like gonna... he's very cheap as well, isn't he? I think so. Um, they're just going to take keep taking loads of shots and not scoring. Um, but who knows? Maybe it'll be a Lewis Dunk free kick, one nil to Brighton. Yeah, Dunk um, is someone I have faith in. Yeah, you know, I, I have to. Connolly, that's it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, he's oh. one of them. But there's another guy they've got up front who also keeps missing all the time. You're not uh, talking about Danny, are you? About Danny Welbeck. Oh no, he's um, what's it called? He's 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 currently on um, he's currently at Bingley. What's it called? Uh, Watford. Ignore me. All right. Oh, okay then. Yeah. Um. All right. Excuse me. Um. Okay. West Ham versus the Arsenal. No wait. Sorry, am I getting confused? Oh, yeah. Danny Welbeck's at Brian, isn't he? He is. Yeah. 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 Was so what am I talking about, Welbeck? No, because he, he hardly be ever starts. Does he doesn't start off, no. No, um, t- to be honest, I don't see why he, he shouldn't because he looks lively every time he comes on to me, um, you know, and that's bound to result in something. Ah, oh, Trossard, yeah. that's the other one I was thinking Oh, Trossard, of. yeah, the midfielder. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah, no. Yeah, that's right, he's a midfielder, but he also takes a lot of shots and they just don't go yeah. in. Yeah. yeah, we got there in the end. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. So yeah, um, West Ham versus Arsenal at the London Stadium. Yeah. Um, I no, tough one. You go first. All right then. Yeah, it is a tough one because um, West Ham generally are looking good these days. Um, and and to be fair to Arsenal, when they want to defend, they can do as well. And they're also always capable of scoring goals uh, but you can never really quite west right west ham off i mean i don't know if they're going to keep improving or whether they've reached the level that they're going to reach or maybe this is the time for their form to dip a little bit uh i mean some people have already said that there's some te- teams who are guaranteed to stay in the league and they're not going for europe so they're taking their foot off the gas completely but west ham they're dreaming of europe aren't they and i still haven't given a prediction after all that um oh gosh okay I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to chicken out and say a score draw in that case uh, because um, I think Arsenal have got enough to breach uh, West Ham. Um, But uh, I think the same goes for West Ham because they're so well organised and uh, they've got dangerous people all over the pitch. Not least uh, Jamaica's new wonder star, Mikel. Yeah. Do you know what? I agree with you on this. Um, I think both teams will score. But I do think West Ham will win it just because their form recently has been amazing. Mm. Mikel's been on great form. Lingard stepped up, been on great form. They've just got most of the players they have are just on really good form at the moment and are real attacking threats. So I just see West Ham winning it. But Arsenal do have a lot of firepower and I don't see them not being able to score. Uh, Oh, that's a pretty good prediction. Um, Okay, then last not least, (laughs) Aston Villa versus Spurs. Yeah, okay, I'll, for, me, I'll, for me, that's a Spurs win, especially after their exit in the Europa um, in the Europa League. Um, Jose is going to be rallying the troops and giving them one of his Jose-like talks and benching everyone and playing the reserves. So, um, yeah, you know. 
you know what? I actually think you're absolutely right as well. Um, the, the thing about Jose, I've been, I've been thinking about this for a while after the North London derby, um, because so many people were surprised that Spurs lost, but I really wasn't. And the reason for that is that um, I think Jose's got onto the stage in his career where his, the, he has disappointments, but they're really big ones. He doesn't, he doesn't disappoint you in small ways. He disappoints you in really, really big ways. So things will be going well, and then there'll be just a massive slip-up. And that just seems to be a hallmark of how things go with him at the moment. I mean, I don't know if Spurs are going to give him more time. To be fair, he does need to fix that defence up a little bit. But I'm not going to keep making excuses for the guy. So, Jose being Jose, he knows how to manage a good team. And he knows how to get the best out of Spurs. And after the big disappointment of tonight, I think they will come back the thing about Villa is that um, they're okay uh, but they're not quite up there and I don't know if Grealish is going to be back and without him they just struggle to be fair uh, and you know they've got some sort of average players and you know if they're on it they can give you a tough time but on paper Spurs is just better and so I, I think that's a Spurs win as well and who knows they might even manage two or three goals. Um, but we can dare yeah, to dream because because yeah, I know yeah. a lot of people are planning on having Spurs plays that week. Um, so yeah, I'm going to um, give 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 everybody a bright bright eyed prediction, you know, and yeah. I'm going to give them good good encouragement and optimism. That's where you need to stop <laughs> plays. Yeah, so yeah, that that's that's the that's the predictions. Okay. So um, we move on to player picks now. And um, do you want to go first or shall I take this one first? first. All right. Okay, cool. Right then. Um, there's not an awful lot to pick from as either. And the thing about these blank game weeks, I'll just say really quickly, is that sometimes it's not just a case of having a player who's going to play. Because um, even though there's very few players who are playing, even less of them are actually going to do anything. And there's bound to be a few surprises. So it's, it's difficult. It is difficult. Um, but I, I've been having a look. And um, I think some of them are quite obvious, really. But I'm going to say them anyway. Um, number one, I think uh, you should be looking at the man that is Jay Lings. Just got his England recall. Jesse Lingard. And um, it's undeniable that he's making a difference at West Ham. Um, yeah even though he didn't play in their last game because it was against Man United, I think before then he had had four returns in five games or something ridiculous like that. And um, I think he's like only 6.9 million or something. Actually, I should probably check that out uh, before I talk any further. But, um, <laughs> uh, now, some people are like, oh, it can't last. You know, there's a reason why um, Manchester United loaned him out. You know, he's he's had good form like this before, two or three seasons ago he was really blazing and then he just started to disappoint um but i think he can keep it up there isn't any reason why he can't so you know ignore him at your peril jesse lingard and he is yours for 6.1 okay so he's even cheaper than i thought that's actually great yeah um next i think you should look at uh maja fulham um I don't think he played in their last game. But again, like we just said, Fulham are playing well. Uh, he looks dangerous. Um, you know, he's got people 
he's got Lookman supplying him with bullets, and uh, you know he, he gets one or two chances. He puts the ball away. You know, um, I don't think um, Newcastle are going to give Fulham too much trouble, which will allow them to attack more and give him the chance of uh, getting a return. So Major at Fulham playing up front, and he is yours for. 5.5. So again, they're all bargains here. It's a mm. bargain basement up in here. We're doing bargains. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then finally, um, I, I'm going to go for a, a Brighton player, uh, Feltman. Uh, he's a defender. And mainly because um, then, you know, they're going to be. Oh, sorry. Did I say Fulham were playing Newcastle? I got that wrong, didn't I? You meant Villa. Villa. No That's way. They're playing Spurs. No, Leeds. Fulham are playing Fulham Villa. Spurs yes. are playing. Spurs are playing. No, Fulham are playing. Uh, Leeds. Leeds. Spurs are playing Villa. <laughs> oh, boy. So yeah, sorry. So Major, will he score against Leeds? Yeah, I don't see why not. Um, yeah, of course. Because, yeah. Um, you know, with, with Leeds, it's all gung ho. They're not quite as gung ho as they used to be, but um, you know, anything could happen. A set piece. Um, yeah, and then Feltman, because Brighton are playing Newcastle, and he's a defender, so he's going to keep. A, Clean sheet, simple as that. And Veltman costs. He's in the four million range, probably four point five. Is he? Three, is he cost even less than I thought he did. Four point four. Yeah. Yeah. So those are my picks. Nice picks. So my first player pick, Dunk. Obviously, like we discussed, he had a goal in his last fixture, an involvement in a goal in the last fixture. I can't remember, but obviously, he's solid. He's going to be a star, and we always know he's an aerial threat. Um, so that's my first pick. My second pick is going to be... Now, I was indecisive between Saka and Aubameyang because Saka is in great form at the moment. Um, but I think after being rested um, in his um, game against... In the in, in the last Arsenal game um, in the Premier League, I do think Aubameyang sh- should start. Mm. Um, especially as the captain. They can't keep him off the pitch like that. It's just It just wouldn't sit right. No. So I think um, Aubameyang. I've gone over. I've gone with Aubameyang over Saka. Um, I just do think that Arsenal have a lot to prove right now, especially after being knocked out. Same way Spurs do, um, yeah. which obviously links me to my third. Sorry, not knocked out after losing their last game. So after yeah. losing to Olympiacos, even though they've gone through, they do need to, um, you know, kind of get their get their game up, so to speak. Um, and like I said, Aubameyang. Didn't play that last game. He didn't get. He hasn't got a goal um, since his um, involvement. It's probably what I think it was two games ago when he played against Burnley. He scored. Yeah, so he did. Yeah, he needs to get some goals up. He missed that Tottenham game. He was on the bench, and he's going to be gutted about that. So he's going to definitely want to get stuck into the next game and get some goals. And then my final pick is going to be a Tottenham player. So with. Um, I know they're going to obviously be playing Villa, but with Son potentially out, I think it will be down to Bale to try and link up with Kane. We've already seen yeah. they've got a good connection, those two. Um, and like I said to you, that after that loss, um, Jose is going to have a lot to say um, to the team. So he's he's most likely going to be rallying them up and getting them ready to put the shift in now. Bale wasn't involved in the loss that they just had where they lost 3-0. So he's going to be, in my opinion, starting in, in this next game. So he came on as a sub, but um, he wasn't 
involved in the starting lineup. So I reckon he's going to be starting the game. Yeah. Um, and he's going to be linking up well with Kane. Kane won't get dropped. We all know that. But a lot of some of some other players might do mm. because of their performance. So yeah. yeah, that's my final player. Nice, cool, cool, cool. I like it. Um, yeah. Again, the Spurs not to be missed. Not to be missed there. Okay. Right, I think we're getting to the end of this episode. There was another thing I wanted to mention that uh, we actually got a follow on Twitter from uh, Fantasy Football Geek. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. So so those of you who don't know, uh, I'll be checking them out. Um, Fantasy Football Geek, um, it does exactly what it says on the tin. Uh, this guy is a complete geek when it comes to fantasy football. So all the stats are there, all the analysis is there, and it's very, very in-depth analysis. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, it, th- this guy kind of gets under the skin of everything. Uh, plus, another good thing about his website that I noticed is that um, he has a lot of uh, contributions as well, people making contributions to the site with their articles talking about their teams as well. So there's a nice spread of opinion and tactics and different strategies and ways of tackling the game but um a one-stop shop of analysis defense attack defending players attacking players midfielders all the stuff that people like to see is their xg and form and and all the rest of it it's all there he updates his site all the time um and um you know and obviously uh, he likes fdl bros on twitter or i assume he likes us i mean who wouldn't like us there but yeah, fantasy, sorry. So who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Yeah. So fantasy football geek. I think it's fantasyfootballgeek.co.uk, and uh, unless I'm mistaken, the Twitter handle is ffgeek at ffgeek. Um, so yeah, yeah, thanks for the That's follow. Cool. Yeah, we're following you back, and uh, if you like us, go check him out as well. Go check out his uh, website and go check out uh, him on Twitter. Oh right then. Well, I think that's uh, that's it. We come to the end of uh, this week's pod. Thanks very much for joining in. Appreciate it. No, it's all yeah, busy life, and uh, it's been a horrible, horrible game week. But there's always the next one to look forward to. So uh, upliftment, green hours all round, uh, bail hat trick, maja <laughs> hat trick, then a dunk, clean sheet, and goal. Yeah. And a few assists. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. So, yeah, that's a, that's a goodbye for me. That's a good night for me as well, guys. Okay. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye.